Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back, mother lovers, or should I say father lovers? That's right. We are back with a brand new episode of Last Call at McLaren's. You may be saying, hey, I just saw an episode of you guys. Why are you in my feed twice? Well, that's because today we're doing some special stuff. We are doing a new, uh, not really a new show, but we're adding some new stuff to the content and covering the new How I Met Your Father series that just dropped on Hulu. Uh, Yeah, I'm pretty excited for it, John. How are you doing today? I I was really excited, super excited, and then I turned on the first episode, and it was a kick in the balls of just how much emotion just really came over me. And I'm even more excited to see now after the first two episodes. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, So I'm going to, you know, we're going to do things a little bit differently uh, on this version of the show. Uh, Normally, for those of you who watch or listen to our podcast, we, you know, we kind of, we break down the episode kind of beat, beat for beat. We go through everything and talk, but for how I met your father, uh, we have decided to do a little bit more like a free flowing kind of a conversational uh, podcast, so it'll be a little bit different from what you're used to. But no matter what, it's gonna we're gonna have the same humor. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be fun, and we're gonna talk about some great stuff. But I am gonna keep the beginning of the podcast the same. Uh, or talk a little bit about uh, you know the the actual like informational part of the, yeah. uh, of the show. So, like I said, we are covering How I Met Your Father, uh, season one, episode one and two, titled Pilot and FOMO. Uh, they aired on January 18th of 2022, just a few, or just yesterday, uh, just when yesterday. we're recording this, uh, a couple days from when you'll be uh, watching this at the earliest, uh, on Hulu here in the States. Now, they did put out a uh, a tweet uh, saying when most of the rest of the world would be getting this. Um, most other countries don't haven't gotten it yet. Oh, man. Unfortunately. For those of you who are listening or watching this who haven't got to see this yet, spoilers ahead. Big, big spoilers. We're not going to hold back. So uh, most of the world won't get to see this until March 9th. So come back. March 9th. Find this episode. Come back and start joining us. Hell yeah. And then tune in with us week after week as these will be getting posted on Fridays. That's right. And I mean, come join us and fucking hang out. We'll talk about how I met your mother. We'll talk about how I met your father. Shit, maybe we'll have a beer in the process. Maybe we will. But uh, yeah, definitely, definitely look out uh, for that. And I hope that you guys all enjoy this show and the show that you just watched. So we'll see (laughs) how that goes. Uh, So both episodes were directed by Pamela Fryman. Which yeah! I'm happy to see. I don't know if she's going to be directing like the entirety of it, uh, but I was glad to see that she did. And I'll be honest, you could feel it. You know, yeah. it felt like How I Met Your Mother to me, at least. It absolutely had the How I Met Your Mother feels. Yes. Yeah, so I think that's a lot of that has to do with her and her directing style. So, uh, and then the first episode was written by. Uh, so there's a lot of names on in this writing uh, in this writing credit for episode one. 
We got Isaac Aptaker and Elizabeth uh, Elizabeth Berger, who are the new showrunners for this one, and uh, also working as uh, in the writing of the pilot was Carter Bays, Craig Thomas, and uh, Emily Spivy, who uh, worked on the original uh, series as well. And episode two was written just by Isaac Aptaker and Elizabeth Berger. So we're getting to kind of see a bit of the flavor of these new showrunners and kind of where, you know, where they're going to be taking this story. So, uh, you know, and I like it so far. All right. So summary for episode one. Now I had to get these summaries off of IMDb because the, there isn't anything on uh fandom wiki yet. Cause you know, it just happened yesterday. I'm surprised and, you didn't just take the ones from Hulu. Hey, I didn't think about that. These might be the same. I don't know. I didn't actually look to see what they were, but they're definitely better than any of the ones I've ever gotten off of the fandom wiki. I might consider switching over to uh, to uh, IMDb form for the other ones. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, so episode one says, after a slew of let down Tinder dates, Sophie meets the seemingly perfect guy. Sophie's roommate, Valentina, returns from London Fashion Week with a sexy souvenir. I thought that was an interesting way to, you know, talk about a person. Uh, <laughs> and a car service phone mishap leads them to an eclectic new group of friends. That's a pretty good synopsis. Yeah, I dug that. And then for episode two, FOMO uh, says Sophie and the gang head to an exclusive nightclub for a wild night out. Valentina has doubts about her relationship with Charlie. Sid pushes Jesse to be open to love. Ellen tries her luck with women at the club. All right. So we have six new characters. And what I thought was interesting. Technically seven. That is true. That is true. Uh, But six main characters. And what I thought was interesting is like, in How I Met Your Mother, other than Robin, the, the other four, they're already friends. Yes. You know what I mean? They all already know each other. But in this, we have two separate distinct groups that kind of come together. We've got Sophie, Valentina, and Charlie, and then we've got Jesse, Sid, and Ellen. Well, and even I thought then, that though, was really interesting. Um, uh, Valentina and Charlie are new. Yeah, they just well, Valentina's not new, or not. Um, but she's Charlie, not new, but yeah, yeah. Like they, they had just met, and so like even Sophie's just meeting Charlie. Yeah, like that's kind of like that's the the one group, and then we have the other group, which I think is pretty cool. Um. Yeah, these are they're interesting characters. What I thought actually was funny is these this friend group is more similar to f- the friend group in Friends, yes, than it is How I Met Your Mother. You've got yes. you got three girls, three guys. You've got uh, uh, two sets of best friends. You know, you know, a set of girl and a set of guy best yep. friends. The 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 third of of each of those. It's kind of like the more weird, eclectic person, just like in Friends. True. And there's a couple within the group. That is, yeah. And I was like, huh, that's way more similar to Friends, just like on the surface. I think that it's also really cool that they didn't cookie cutter any of the characters. None of the characters from this show are identical to How I Met Your Mother. And I'm like, there's lots of similarities, but yeah, oh, none, none of them are. I, I yeah, can handle identical. similarities, but it's not like, oh, this is Ted Mosby 2.0. Yeah. Or, like, oh my God, that guy's obviously being Marshall. Like, like v- Valentina has very strong Barney vibes. You know what I mean? Yes. But she's still very different from him. You know? Oh, man. Yeah. So, uh, all right, John, let's, let's start getting into this. Uh, like you said right off the bat, man. He <laughs> so, kicked you right in the balls with the emotion, and why was that? Well, as soon as I hit play, I so I did, I avoided all spoilers yesterday because I knew this morning I was going to come home from work, we were going to record, and I wanted to watch this fresh. So I was like, I'm not going to watch it ahead of time. I wanna I want to come home. I want to just de 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 stress from work, and I'm going to put this on. And as soon as I hit play, I hear the. And I'm like, oh my fucking god, they kept the theme. But it's a little different, it's which different, is good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I fucking just instantly, it's like, bam! You're in the same fucking universe, bitch! And I'm like, 
Dude, I I'm like okay. I was like, audibly screaming. I was like, "Yes!" See, they kept the music. I'm not. So since we do a lot of honesty on this this show, <sighs> okay, he went for the audible. Yes, I had to pause the show right at the fucking beginning because I'm fucking crying and I'm like, "Oh my god, oh, it's such a fucking nice little tribute." My crying then, came at the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah. We'll get to that. Oh yeah! Like yeah. I was a fucking ball. I was almost <laughs> on my floor in tears. Oh, it was uh, so, so instantly. I love that you're introduced uh, to Kim Cattrall's character, like yes. the older Hillary the Duff, future Sophie. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I'm still. I'm gonna be rough for names for a couple of episodes. Yeah. So future Sophie, and I love how she's like she's gonna tell this story to her kid. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> I. I know a lot of people are, you know, out there complaining about seeing the narrator. Personally, I like that they've switched this because you see the narrator, but you don't see the kid. Yeah. So that actually helps to hide who the father is. That And that's it. Because they've already admitted the father is somebody in the group. Yeah, it's which, one of four people. Yeah. And I'm like, that's actually kind of cool. Yeah, we we've already met this guy. Because it's either in, it's either Ian, who we haven't talked about yet, but that's it's it's somebody who she she meets and, and kind of goes out with on a date, uh, or Sid, Jesse, or Charlie. Those yep. are the four people that she met that day, and so it's one of them. But we don't know, and I nope. like that. And yeah, because now it's got your you, like your mind instantly goes to, um. <laughs> Wow! See, instantly, I'm I'm losing it. The brother. Oh, Jesse. 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 Oh, yeah. Jesse's. Yeah. And like, I'm like, okay, it's most likely probably going to be Jesse. I'm like, but maybe it's not. It's funny because like the first time, the fir- my first, because I watched this thing three times. Yeah. Each episode, and so the first watch through, for some reason in my mind, it didn't click that Sid and Charlie would be like considered. You yeah, because they're in team. relationships, you know, so I didn't even think about it. So I was like, okay, it's either Ian or it's Jesse. You know, that was my thought. And then, uh, but like, I was, as I'm watching the show, like, before I got to, to the end, and before I got through the second episode, I was like, okay, okay, Ian's the father. And they're just telling us right away. That's what I assumed yeah. was the case. And then we get through, like, the second episode, and you see... Like they have a little bit of a connection. Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, maybe it's him. And then I was like, wait a minute. She said they never actually revealed who it was. No. Nope. It could literally be any of the four guys that be. she met. And that's when it clicked to me. I was like, oh, this is they're doing something real different here. Oh, yeah. And I like that. Well, quite so a bit. I really love the introduction of Charlie. Like yeah. I love that he's like he comes walking out and he's got the towel and he's like or no he's naked mm-hmm. and he's like oh and she's like oh and she's like I can see your penis. It's funny because like part of that scene is in the trailer. Yeah. And I want I was like when I saw the trailer I was like oh are they doing like the naked man? Is <laughs> are they bringing that back? It's a, it kind of nope. had shades of that, but I was like oh no it's definitely not that. But it was still <clears throat> it was still really uh really fun. He's he's really funny. He is. You know. And, and I like, love that, like, like he's not dumb. No, like because like, he's kind first, of naive. He is, that's but the, that's yeah. that's kind of because he's lived a sheltered, pampered life. Yeah, and so he's naive about the real world. Yeah, well, and I love how like like obviously we get like um I, I don't want to jumble the two episodes together, but I'm going to kind of talk about them. Is, yeah, is no, a, it's totally fine. And so I love how during flow. the second episode of FOMO, he's they're at the bar and they're trying to hang out, and he's like, "I want to order a beer like you guys would order." So let me get this this the per bar. And yeah, then he's like, "Do you mean a PBR?" Pubara. That's what it is. Pubara. And he's like, that wait. got me so bad. I laughed so much during Dude, that. It, that made me think of Ted, though, and the Channel Aeon. Yeah, because it's it's one of those clear moments where he's pampered. The fact that he even drinks PBR is fucking amazing. And it's so then I love how like at the end, um, by like the end of the second episode, he's kind of like, 
okay, I'm going to be who I am. Mm-hmm. I don't want you guys to be, to feel like I'm coming, like looking down on you. And he's like, let me get my usual. And the other guy, Sid's yes, like, too. oh, he's got a usual. I So like throughout both episodes, there were a few pieces of dialogue that really I thought were like excellent. One of them is in that scene that you're talking about where he's talking about the wall. Yes. And like just Sid's reaction. The I don't know what it is there. I don't know what it is, but it like it it just hit me every time that I watched it. I was like, that is a fantastic piece of dialogue. That and for some reason the um uh when I think it's the first episode where they're talking about the apples. Yes. And she's like, those are those, those, are, those, those are organic. For, for some reason, just the way it's done. Like Hillary Duff is fantastic. In First this. off, so okay, so before we get back to the Hillary Duff thing, I I loved that interaction at the bar when he's putting his cufflinks in, mm-hmm. and Sid's like, "Oh my god, man, those are great cufflinks." And he's like, oh, "Thank you." Yeah. He's like, and I love what you did with the upper wall. He's like, and- it's the, the crispness because they they say that specific word yes. earlier, yes. like the crisp, and then he he's like. Is it white dove? And he's like, yes. Yeah. Because yes, that, that's what he was like. He was like, nobody's <laughs> ever going to come in here and be like, oh, I love what you did with the. And his sister's picking on him. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I get it. It's the sibling rivalry, the picking on. But I'm like, I love that they had that moment where it shows like they're going to have their friendship, like kind of like Rob and Marshall. Yeah. And I'm like, that's cool. Yeah. Now, getting back to Hillary Duff, <clears throat> okay, being one of those people who like, Hillary Duff is um, Lizzie McGuire. We all know that she was that little girl on Disney. Clearly, she is not a little girl anymore. She is absolutely breathtaking. Dude. And yeah, they do the, the scene where her and Valentina are working out. Yeah. And I'm like, the thing, yeah. I'm like, this is just for the guys watching this show. There, there <laughs> no, was no I, I need. Agree. Yeah, there, there was, was not. no need for that fucking that that was a forced in their moment. Yeah, because I mean, I get it. Girls work out. Same with the introduction to Valentina being in just nothing but like a t-shirt, essentially. Because I, well, the funny thing is, though, I thought that I was like, oh, okay, she must just have like underwear on and a t-shirt. Yeah, but she literally goes out, goes in out that. in that outfit. So she must have had like shorts on underneath. She, oh, it. guaranteed, but like. I'm like, that was just for the guys, man. Like, yeah. Um, which again, I, I'm not going to complain. I enjoyed seeing, uh, seeing Hillary Duff in skin tight leggings. Agreed. Um, uh, they're both beautiful women, you know, they I mean? are. Uh, I mean, there's so much about this show that just really, I loved it. And like, I loved it after, like in the first episode, after like everything falls apart at the airport with, um, Ian, they're like, why don't you come back to our place? We'll hang out. We'll throw back some beers pretty much. And when they're walking, I'm like, wow, they've got a really tight shot on the group. Like, I'm wondering why. And when they shot the door, I was like, door. Yeah. I was like, number four. I was like, Oh no. I was like, there's no no way. I was like, there is no way. That's what I said. And they (laughs) opened the door and they walked in. And as soon as I I was like, yep. And I lost my shit. I lost. And, th- and then there's the line. We got it from this old married couple who they posted it on keep the sword. Who posted it on the Wesleyan uh, alumni page, and they even left the sword these their swords. And I was like, they got the fucking swords. And I yeah. just I lost my shit, man. I, I gotta say, it. the apartment looks phenomenal. It does, it's obviously yeah. had some work done to it because oh, yeah. you know, like the brick is covered. I it's mean, it's, it's been it's been almost 10 years almost it's been what nine since well the... yeah but in the showtime yeah. though it's only been two the Was show it? ended in like 2020 i believe well let's see the wedding well i guess yeah when did they move out of the apartment i don't I, I have to go, i would have to go back and look because the wedding is 2013 hold like on the, you know i'm what gonna I mean? google it the wedding of, of of barney and and robin is 2013 and so yeah, I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, you, you I'm do not that. A... I'll chat a little bit here. Um, yeah, keep talking. So one of the things I loved, we kind of mentioned this. Um, it, it To me, it feels like How I Met Your Mother. 
the humor, the tone, the the even the even the filming style in the lighting. Yeah, it, it it all felt like How I Met Your Mother. It felt like it, it it was in that same world, which it obviously is. And that's one of the things that really drew me to it because I was worried that it would feel too separated. You know, I, I was I was worried that it would be like okay, it's 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 related in name, but we're not going to really feel it. But that was not the case. I felt no. it the entire the entire way through. Um, another thing that I found interesting because it's on Hulu, there was like it was a bit spicier in the language. Yeah, department. You know, yeah, there like, was definitely a couple things where I was like, wow, they they said that. Like, yeah, okay. like uh, she Valentina says, uh, like Jane Fonda's crushing dick, and I was like, "Yes, oh, that's a choice." Uh, there are a few other instances like that. I was like, "Okay, they can do a little bit more uh, with it being on Hulu," and so I, I, I like that quite a bit. Um, we also got a really nice little tribute to Bob Saget at the end of the first episode. Yeah, and you I know, thought that was really sweet. Yeah, I thought that was great. Uh, so okay. Something I was surprised by. No Josh Peck. Yeah. Because he's in this show. He is. He he apparently plays a character named Drew, but he is not in the first two episodes, and I was surprised. Yeah. I I assumed after watching the pilot, I was like, okay, he's not in this one. He must be in the in the in the second episode. Okay. Which I thought that was gonna be the person at the bar where she was like, Oh my god. And then it turned out to just be a Jason Momoa thing, but Oh, yeah, so yeah. officially, I'm reading this article, and it says the show is picking up nine years after How I Met Your Mother. So you were almost right, almost a decade. Well, well, the thing is, it's nine years after the wedding. Yeah, but, but I mean, that's what it's saying. The, it's pick- but the end of the show is not the wedding. Well, that's true. You know what I mean? And I'm. Do they move out of the apocalypse? It's. It's been a while since well, I've watched. Well, Marshall the, the and Lily thing. go to Italy at the end of the show. Oh, that's Remember? true. Yeah, that's, so that's right. And Ted had already moved out, and everything. Ted had already moved out. He had okay. his place. So yeah, then I'd say, I mean, they might have lived there theoretically because because they they obviously kept the apartment. Yeah, you know, because I mean? like they got it from Marshall and Lily, so uh, it's theoretically that they could have came back. But yeah, so. Nine, it was say just say nine years uh, after it makes sense that some work had been, and we don't know how long Jesse and Sid have been living there either. No, no. yeah, it but, says uh, it's picking up nine years after the events of High Mate Mother's season nine finale, which was technically set in May of 2013, even though the episode aired in March of 2014. Oh, yeah, 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 because the entirety of that season was three days, and then uh, it but, says that uh. You know, the future timeline occurs 20 years after. Yeah. So. Okay. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, a lot of good stuff going on in, in here. So, um, one of the other things that I really absolutely thought was great, and I laughed my ass off, is the whole <clears throat> proposal thing. Like, you know, we're going to get a, a pilot proposal again. Because yes. why wouldn't you? Yes, a and pilot I love proposal. I love it. When she gets in the Uber, they're talking, and she's like, Well, tell me about this proposal. And he's like, Well, you know, I got her think she's gonna go see Beyonce, but really we're gonna swing by my bar and I'm gonna propose to her there. Yeah. And Hillary Duff's like, Don't you think she's gonna be a little upset when she doesn't get to see Beyonce? And he's like, No. And then of course they get to the proposal, and she's like, This is the greatest night ever. I'm getting engaged. And I get to see Beyonce. And he's like, uh... And she's like, I got engaged. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that was hilarious. Um, yeah, so like, here, I'm going to start off a little bit here with uh, all these similarities. You started off talking about another proposal another in the proposal. pilot episode. We also get a public transportation ride. It's not yes. a taxi this time. It's, it's an, an Uber, Uber but yeah. But that was a big part of the fur of the pilot episode of How I Met Your Mother, and we got a little bit of that here, which I the thought bi- the big declaration of love. Yeah, which I thought was really cool. Uh, let's see, we had there's a lot of stuff we've got. Um, Ian, so 
Sophie meets this guy on Tinder and you know they you know they talk a bunch and they decide they're gonna meet up uh this night for a date and we find out that his job is a job we have seen before or heard before in the show he's a marine biologist yep just like the slutty pumpkin oh yeah yeah i thought I that was about a, that yeah i thought that was a cool little i was like oh okay wonder if he knows her <laughs> i i know right like that could be interesting you know it's just like katie holmes randomly pops up and you know in one scene of it. I mean, she doesn't even have to pop up by name. They could eat literally Easter egg her by like dropping her name. That's true. I'd have to, I'll be honest. I don't remember her name. <laughs> Neither do I, but that's what would make it a real. A yeah. True... It, it would be a good, uh, it would be a good one. Uh, nonetheless. Um, so. So I, I mentioned, you know, Sophie on, t- on Tinder and all this stuff. And she's very optimistic about finding the one. And this was this felt a lot to me, felt real reminiscent of Ted at the beginning. You know, he he was always looking for the one and so optimistic that he would find for most of the series, optimistic that he would find the one. Uh, one. And so I thought that was really cool. Um, Let's see. Oh, uh, so Ian and, and Sophie not being able to be together kind of based on their job, based on like his job felt a lot yeah. like Ted and Robin to me. Ted and Robin slash Ted Victoria. Yeah. Like, her going thing, off. Like, yeah. Her going, you know, going away to a completely different country. Yep. Yeah. Well, I, like didn't, I, said, I hadn't plus, even thought about that. That's a good point. Plus I also saw the similarity of like Sophie going to the airport to tell Ian, like we should try this long distance thing. Yeah. Like that was kind of like taken as like the Ted Victoria, but I also saw the big like season premiere of him going to Robin and being like, we should be together, you yeah. know? So I was kind of like, it's a mirror of a mirror. So it's a house of mirrors. It is. It is a house of mirrors. Uh, so we get a brand new bar in this series called uh, the Pemberton, which I think is funny because we not, we know now that they live above McLaren's. Yep. As long as McLaren's is still still exists. That you is know, true. we don't actually know. Um so I'm because they live there, I hope that we at least get like not ne- it doesn't necessarily have to be an inside shot, but I want to see them walk by and like you know you see Or that. at least like they're standing out front of it. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz it's cuz the stoop is right next well, to the to the opening so- to the bar. We didn't get much of a shot of the inside of the bar, but we clearly know that the Pemberton is not McLaren. Yeah. What if it's one of the other bars, though, that we've at least visited in the High Met Your Mother world? That would be neat. Because, I mean, we've seen at least one or two other bars, but yeah, yeah, they've yeah. never, like, seriously been there. But, you know. Part of me hopes that they, for some weird reason, decide to just check out the bar that's below their apartment. I mean, why and, wouldn't and you get, at least check like, it out? one once? episode where we get to revisit McLaren's. I think that would be kind of awesome. Hell yeah. That's what I'm hoping for. I'm um, sure we'll get a McLaren's throughout at least once. I hope so. But uh, Carl better still be bartending. Dude, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. Uh, so we get a- another similarity here. So we get Jesse and his failed proposal, right? Yeah. And he goes internet famous for it. <laughs> Just like Mosbius Designs has failed. Dude, I thought about that. Plus, I know you're talking about the whole similarities thing right now, but can we just talk about it for a minute? How he got a cat. Yes. And he named it Girl. <laughs> so that he could literally have Jesse's girl. Yep. And then I love how Sophie's like, oh, and now you wish you had Jesse's girl. Dude, I, like, I, I cracked up from that. I'm like, wow, <laughs> as if the man's not already hurting enough, just stick that oh. fork in there and twist it a little bit more. Oh yeah, <laughs> I thought that was quite uh, entertaining uh, <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> uh, and so, I think that was all of the the, the similars that I found in the first episode. Okay, um, I'm sure that I'm, I'm, there's probably stuff that I missed. To be totally honest with you, then we get into FOMO, and I mean, this whole episode to me screams, "Okay, awesome." Yes, I mean it's that's what it is. Really, it's it's their take on that. 
it going was definitely to their take club. on it. Yeah. And one of the things that really bummed me out, it's probably my one negative, and that's really all I okay. have, is that we didn't get the same bouncer. The dude who was in OK Awesome and who was also yes. in Ted Mosby Architect, and we had talked about it. I was like, oh, man, that'd be cool if he popped up if they went to a club in the new show. And sure, yeah. shit, second episode, they go to a club. And the, there is a bouncer that goes up to Sophie yeah. and kicks her out, and it could have been him. It, I mean, uh, it was even a black dude. Yeah, I was so bummed. I was like, oh, come on, it could have been him. And it would have it would have warmed my heart. So I much. just I love the way he scolds her because like he does it in such a oh my god a bouncer was, who's like you know funny. if you were at this uh this FOMO maybe but you're at this FOMO which means no yeah and blah 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 blah, like, blah. You you're at FOMO no ho then YOLO but you're at SOHO FOMO and that's a no go <laughs> something like that. I, Something I'm, like that. Like, I, that was I, pretty good. I, I can't do it. I can't do it justice. So, uh, okay. So, the FOMO episode had some real good, uh, like Easter eggs. In, okay. In okay. So we got. Let's hear what you got. We got a tapas reference, which is something that Lily makes in in How I Met Your Mother. We get uh, bright yellow coffee mugs. Yes. So we get that color. We get a pineapple-shaped cutting board. That I saw. And on the wall. So we we know that Sophie's a photographer. And yeah. So there, there's pictures on the wall like that she has obviously taken. There's a black and white photo of an open umbrella. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. So I, I thought that. I thought that was really. I missed it too. I uh, I was reading through Easter egg articles. I was like, okay. there's got to be stuff that I missed. And I saw that. I was like, really? I saw my third watch. I was specifically looking for it. It's, it's, it's okay. real quick. It, it's, if you're not looking for it, you're probably going to miss it. Um, okay. Most likely. But it was, it was really cool. Um, so see, also we got Jesse hates, hates clubs, just like Ted. Yeah. I love though how he like, he, like they said, like they tell him that he's having an American fucking like meeting a friend thing. Well, that's like, Charlie. That's Charlie. Or Charlie. Sorry. Yeah. yeah Jesse. We're talking about Jesse. Never yeah, mind. we're talking about Jesse. Never but yes, mind. Charlie. <laughs> the whole the whole friend setup thing because he has no idea. He has no idea. And it's funny because like Valentina is trying so hard to change him, you know, to because she has this idea of what New Yorkers need to be like. Yeah. And he's not that. And so when he's, you know, he, he's putting on his, going to put on his cufflinks and everything, she's like, these guys don't wear cufflinks. And we see at the end, Sid's like, yo, those are so, like you had mentioned, yeah. those are some great cufflinks. And like him being himself actually works better for him. Yeah. I mean, the, the gang always picks on Barney for being suited up, yet that's when he's at his peak. Yeah. You know? However, one of the other things, I don't know if you caught this or not, um... I'm pretty sure the bagel place is a throwout to how you met your mother. Oh, I don't know. She, I didn't. She yeah, brings in the bagels at the the end of the episode from New York. Yeah, and I didn't fully fully catch the name, but I'm pretty sure it's the place Marshall likes to go for bagels. Oh, I'd have to, I'd have to see. That's one that I I didn't even think to to like look up to to try to catch. That might be a good one. Yeah, I have to check into that. Uh, so let's see. We've got so Valentina's feeling the whole reason that she's doing this is because she's like feeling smothered. Yeah, she feels smothered. We get a hilarious scene with him. He cut, she wakes up and he's standing over her with coffee. He's like, I got these coffees from an actual, you know, New York place. It's like, and I also bought a chicken for dinner, and he's just got a whole raw chicken. And I'm like, that's fucking hilarious. Right I just, there. I love the comment he makes about it, though, because he's like, I also bought this chicken. I took it out of the packaging, and I don't know what to do with it, but I'm excited. But I'm excited. And she sent him to Jersey for the fucking coffee, bro. For the, ba- no, told- for the bagels. Oh, no, yeah. Because yeah. she she just needed him to be gone for a little while. And I'm like, like yeah. who does that? But yeah, the fucking chicken, man. Like The chicken. That that was hilarious. <laughs> I took it out of the packaging, and I don't know what to do with it, but I'm like, oh my god. I'm excited. 
I will say this. <laughs> I think that this show has really great. It's got that how I met your mother feel, mm-hmm. which is gonna it's gonna play to the people who like us. We love the show. Yeah. I think they've got a great base already started with the first two episodes, and I'm really, really excited to see where it's going to go. I, I feel like they will probably, as time goes on, lessen the amount of, like, straight-up, like, references. Oh, yeah. Just to kind of help build it as its own. But right now, you kind of do need that, you know, a little bit. At least um, for a few episodes. Yeah, and I'm totally fine with that. Uh, let's see what else do I got here. Um, oh, so uh, at the toward the end of the episode, Valentina and Charlie sneak off to a supply room and had to have sex. Marshall and Lily style, yeah, real Marshall Lily. They did that kind of stuff all the time. I was like, I mean, they even did it in McLaren's. Yeah, you know, so it was a very similar situation there. Yep. Uh, let's see what else do we got. The whole Jason Momoa thing I thought was pretty funny. Well, it kind of reminds me of. I mean, I know it's slightly different, but it kind of reminds me of that everybody sees Maury Bulvich and uh, or New no, York. well, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, it was Maury, yeah, yeah. That's that's a good point. You know, you, they're always see Maury, and I'd be honest, I want to see Maury in this show. I think it'd be hilarious. <laughs> I mean, I kind of get the whole Jason Momoa thing. It's like it's a joke between the two of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but like it's like they you can almost see Jason Momoa anywhere. Yeah. I'm like, I have never once ran across, and now granted, I'm not from New York City, but I have never ran across anybody who just looked like fucking Jason Momoa. And I, I mean, all those dudes didn't really look like Jay. They, they just had like long, curly, dark hair. Oh my God, are you Jason Momoa? <laughs> exactly. I could be Jason Momoa. Why not? Uh, is Roman <laughs> Reigns Jason Momoa? <laughs> there you go. Take a selfie with, with, with Roman Reigns. Actually, I heard there's some beef between the two of them. Really? Yeah, because of like the fact that they're like both Samoan guys who like look very similar to one another. Hmm. Although we all know in real life, Jason Momoa would, would fuck Roman Reigns up. I agree I'm with just that. putting that out there. <laughs> Jason Momoa might be that laid back, chilled dude, and Roman Reigns might be an, a like professional wrestler. Yeah, but Jason Momoa would literally fuck Roman up. No, I totally agree with that. I totally agree. wrong show to be talking about that. On, <laughs> but I'm just putting that out there. Uh, so, okay, so at an, another similarity that I saw, at the club, after Sophie gets booted out, her and Valentina are sitting on the curb, and that's Robin and Lily in OK Awesome. They do that exact yep. same scene, which I thought was really cool um, to, to just see that. I was like, they're really they're really pulling visual cues yeah. from, from the show. And to, see, stuff for like people, that. For people like us, yeah. Who remember all of that stuff. And I was going to say, it's a nice way of doing their own thing, but giving it that nod. Yeah. Also, can we talk about how when Sophie gets sad, she uses drops of Jupiter? Yes. Because, like, like, I thought that was really, like, nobody in How I Met Your Mother has, like, that aspect. Like, nobody gets sad and just goes to that, like, that one thing. Yeah. So this is something totally new, <laughs> totally fresh, and I'm like, okay, I like this. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the episode of FOMO, um, Jesse's trying to get the song to play on the jukebox. And I'm like, it's it's going to be Drops of Jupiter. Like, I already knew it. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay. And then it starts playing. And I'm like, it would have been really cool if they had just both started singing and had that moment. But instead, ready, ready? I'm going to do this from something else that we both love. They had a shared moment. Dude. But only totally she knows that it was a shared moment. Yeah. He doesn't know that. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that's really cute. Now she's got this ace. Valentina up knows it too. Cause she, yes, you can kind of see the reaction she has towards Sophie on the couch. Yes. That. So yeah. She knows it too. Um, so it's going to be, it's going to be interesting uh, throughout, throughout the season. We didn't really talk much about Ellen. Uh, the Jesse's adopted. Just hadn't uh, gotten sister. her yet. Yeah. So, uh, not a, not a whole that- lot. But. I love that she comes in as this like she's not she okay. I'm not even gonna try to compare her she's to anybody. Quirky. She's quirky. She is. I like but it. I, so she comes in and she's like she so okay, so if she's the Phoebe with, of the group as a <laughs> but but she's not. She's the Rachel of the group because she's just coming out of a marriage. Yeah, but personality wise, oh yeah, he's the Phoebe yeah. of the group. But I absolutely love how like 
she's like, you know, I was in, I lived in this town. There was only two lesbians. It was me and this other girl. Yeah, I. We knew we ran our chorus, and like, it was a good break. Like, she's not upset. She's not in a bad place. She's just discovering who she is in New York City. That's a really great fucking character to have in this show because she's fun spirited. She's yeah. She had this experience at the fucking club where she was pretty much all by herself all night. She's like, I got turned down by six different women who didn't want my phone number. And guess what? I still had fun. And yeah. I'm like, that's the fucking spirit to have. You want to know what I thought was funny about that scene? She's like, you know, turned down by six different women, but there are still plenty of other women out yeah. there. It reminded me of Barney's numbers game theory. <laughs> yes. Right? Because it's yes. all a numbers game. And she's living that, man. And it was but hilarious. She has me. no, like, it was that one right there. That's a that's a vibe of multitude right there. Yeah. That's a Marshall vibe where, like, ain't nothing going to get me down. All I need yeah. is a song to get me through this shit. And she's, like, she's patting her own back. She's, like, fuck you. I'm going to go out there and just be who I am and true to myself. Yeah. There is a person out there for me somewhere. And guess what? If I don't find it right now, I'll fucking move on to the next one. That's and a she, head game. It's nice, though, because she is the – she's, like, the, the polar opposite of Jesse. Yeah. He's the guy who – I mean, her marriage ended, but she's still super optimistic. He had this failed proposal, and now yeah. he just thinks love is dead. Yeah, he was scorned by love, so now he's like, oh, fuck love. Yeah. And I love how there's the scene on the bridge where he's like, oh, let me guess, Sophie, like, your parents are still married, and blah, 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 happy ever after. And she's like, well, yeah. And then Valentina's Well, no, like, that happens in the bar, and then it comes oh, yeah. back, it comes back yeah. later. Uh, and then, like, yeah, you're right. It does happen at the bar. And then Valentina's like, no, her parents, like, her mom was like Her mom a was a party girl who bounced yep. around. Her dad w- was never nope. there. And then he's like, hmm. Yeah. And, and so I'm he, like, he understands. He's like, so she's not just this naive person living in this bubble. You know, she, she knows what's like, and she still has the ability to see the possibility for love. Something that he has kind of given just, up just, on. Yeah. He's just completely given up on. And so I think them kind of meeting and being friends, I think is going to help him to become more open to, to all yeah. of that as well. Yeah. So, and I, I love, like you said too, like two different <laughs> sets of friends becoming one big group. It's, yeah. it's going to be a good ride. I am really excited to see where this is going to go. All right. So let me ask you this. Okay. You've watched two episodes now. Yep. Who's your favorite character so far? <sighs> I know it's tough. You got, you got lots of, no, options. cause I, I'm, I'm instantly <laughs> got, I'm going to, it's, it's definitely Brit man. Charlie. Charlie, I'll it's be honest. Definitely Charlie, right now. I I think Charlie is mine, and I don't know if it's because we get the most like. I feel like we get the most personality from him, like so, like we really get to kind of the know yeah. who this guy is the most out of this out of the six. Uh, but kind of like ellen and sid are kind of creeping up right behind for me like i love their personalities so one of the things that i absolutely loved about charlie was so we get to meet him and he's at his most vulnerable state he's naked okay yeah instantly wraps himself up like he's trying to be modest goes to introduce himself drops the towel yep plays it off he's like you know what i'm gonna go find a robe yep he comes out in the robe and he's like look i'm really sorry that shouldn't have happened i'm I just want to be, you know, haha. And Hillary Duff's like, and the I robe opens. Dick. Yeah, I can. And see I'm, your like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, he's trying so hard, but he's so confident, but not in a cocky way. Yeah, not like overly like, Barney kind yeah. of way, but like yeah. he's very. I know I have a good body. Oh well. Yeah, and I love that. Like he dresses really nice, and but like clearly, like yeah, you we said, still we still get that like. That feel of style from Barney. Yeah. But in a very different kind of way. I feel like Charlie is a Marshall and Barney combination. Mm. He's got like that Marshall playfulness, but that Barney style and suave, suave, the sophisticatedness. And like you said, Charlie comes from a very sheltered and spoon fed life. 
mm-hmm. to now he's been cut off and he doesn't know how to to live without that. Yeah. So I love that, like, like the whole how, how did he say it again? The PBR. Oh, uh, pubara. Pubara. He's like, I'll get a pubara, and then they're like, you mean a, a PBR? And he's like, is that how you say that? <laughs> and I was like. That was a genuine moment of like, oh, I'm saying that wrong. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not once. There was no swarly situation. Mm, they yeah. didn't come back around where they were like, do you want another pubara? Instead, he's like, you know what? Yeah. I'm just going to be myself. Can I get a, he gets like a gin and, it was a gin and something. It was like it a martini, right? Yeah. A yeah. gin martini. Yeah, just and they're like, he's like, yeah, another gin martini. And he's like, the usual. Yeah. And then Sid's like, oh, I have a guy who's got the usual. Yeah, yeah. It's just him being himself, and he's like, this is what I want. Sid gets what he wants. There's, there, like I said, there's the bond and, like, the, the Sid wanting his uh, his pub essentially to pop. And he thinks that the small change doesn't get any notice, and it does. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? Like, this is really just folding into itself really well, and I, I just, I love it. I want to hug it, and I don't want to let it go. Because How I Met Your Mother hurt me at the end, and I don't want this to happen again. No, I get it. It hurt a lot of people. Didn't hurt me, but it hurt a lot of other Listen, people. Listen, you watch yourself. I will fucking drive three hours to fucking... Mm. I'll take you to Dick Kick City and then come back and go to work. Again. I'm going to give you some organic apples, John. <laughs> oh, I also, also loved that they were like making their own coffee. Like they were doing, yeah. Like the the, I've never seen that before. I've seen that done in like like actual coffee shops. Like it's oh. it's called a drip. Okay, but to see it done that way, and they're like, <laughs> yeah, coffee. Like, I think I made some good coffee this time. <sighs> nope, nope. <laughs> oh man, I was just like, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So. Is there any any other things that you want to talk about about these two episodes uh, kind of before we wrap up? No. I mean, I just I cannot wait for the next week. All right. So, I had I had something I wanted to ask you. What cuz we didn't really talk about him. What did you think about Ian? I know he's not in it a lot, but what did you actually think about him? Cuz he is a possible and, and he's he, going he to be is... We know he'll be a recurring character. He'll come back here and there. Um, I thought he was a really good match match with Sophie. Like they clearly like they they have that connection, and obviously like he knows what he has because even when they're at the the FOMO, they he like he reaches out like you know, but at the same time, do you do you agree with Valentina or not that what he's doing is kind of messed up? Hundred percent. Okay. Hundred percent. What he's doing is fucked up. It's essentially to related to a how I met your mother thing. He's got her on the hook. Yes, thank and I you. I did not like that because he's yeah. he was the one who's like, look, I'm going to be far away. There's a 14-hour time difference. Blah, 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 blah. We all fucking get it. Yeah. But, dude, if you've got a girl like, and I'm, I'm sorry, he's a good-looking dude. He is. She is a hot fucking potentially lock-her-down woman in New York City. Yeah. I don't give a shit if you're going to be 14 hours away or not. You lock that fucking shit down. Because what are the chances are you're going to find something like that when you fucking come back from wherever? It's true. So, I mean, I understand wanting to be polite and kind and being like, I don't want to lock you down when you could potentially go out there and find something better. But I'm sorry. I don't, I don't think that was his thought. I, I don't think th- it is I don't either. Think it, I don't think he was thinking about her in that situation. I think he was more thinking about himself in that situation oh 100 but at the same time every once in a while you got to be selfish that's true and i mean like they never tell you to the extent of the like the trade of pictures but she was in the shower at one point with the fucking cat i'm like man if you're getting those kind of pictures from like a hillary duff 14 hours or not, man. Keep me keep me keep me on there. I'm like, come on. <laughs> keep me on the hook. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. No, okay, so we get the we get the scene with them where they almost kiss, and it reminded me of the whole, you know, you should have kissed her thing. You know oh, what I mean? that, yeah. And uh personally, I agree with her. 
Um, you know, the whole maybe we shouldn't because he's leaving. All that's going to do is make any feelings worse. Well, honestly, I agree with you there. But at the same time, it was the drum roll. They Mm -hmm. had the perfect ending. Like, because then if nothing happens from it, oh, well, no, nothing's uh, nothing ventured, nothing gained. Yeah. At this point, you can't ruin what you didn't have because now you won't know. Yeah. The only thing you'll have is that that thought of, well, what if I had kissed him? Yeah. And if I mean that that could be painful just as much, but I mean you got to deal with it sometimes. Part of me wondered if uh because like when we see them at the airport and he's so flippant about, you know, her her sharing her feelings about all this stuff, you know, and he's just like no, you know, maybe someday he throws that back at her, right? You think maybe he's got somebody already over there? No, not necessarily that, but it made me wonder if the only reason he set up the date was so he could try to get laid before leaving. Ooh, maybe. Because he's the one who said, I want to kiss you. And, yeah. he was, and, he, and he just seemed so bummed when she said no. True. You know? And so, like, because if they had kissed... I almost guarantee you they probably would have would have fucked and then he probably left. probably and part of me wonders was that his game I don't Maybe. know I don't know um, we haven't we haven't seen enough of him we don't you know we don't really know yet but uh, I'm, I'm intrigued to find out nonetheless so uh, yeah uh, give me your overall thoughts on the show so far these two episodes so far out of just these two episodes man five stars yeah. Yeah, I couldn't. I other than not getting the the bouncer that I wanted, uh, <laughs> I didn't. I could. I didn't, honestly don't have any any no, real negatives. No, at all. I, I can't. I can't pick apart from these two episodes yet. They yeah. gave me everything I could have wanted from a a spinoff show uh-huh. that clearly like like you know how like when me and you talk about Scrubs, we always talk about season nine being the redheaded stepchild of they should have just stopped at season eight yeah. or clearly relabeled season nine is like med student season one yeah this show had potential to be season season 10 of how i met your mother yeah and it has completely shown that if you take the steps properly you can take a show that was syndicated and ran for multiple seasons and then relaunch it with a whole new cast and still have your because you know some of the originals are going to appear yeah but at the same time, you can take it and do something brand new with it. Yeah. So Sacred Heart is the apartment and New York City. Yep. And they're giving us a whole new cast with a whole new feel, but still giving you the fucking tug off where like you're you're going to get a happy ending. You know it. Yeah, man. I, I mean, shit. I agree. You can even take the similarities of Scrubs had its opening and then season 10 retweaked the opening. So did How I Met Your Mother and How I Met Your Father. Both shows went for nine seasons, except nine. Well, Scrubs, you know, dropped the ball in the ninth season. But, yeah, you know. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I really, hey, I think, according to you and a lot of other people, How I Met Mother dropped the ball at the end of the ninth season too. Just saying. Well, yeah, but the ninth season for Scrubs was um, the med student season. I know, I know. So I mean, you know, <laughs> it should it should always just come down to six seasons in a movie. I'm just saying. Yeah, that's a very different show, and uh, no, we're, not, <laughs> we're not doing a podcast for that. At least not yet. At least Josh not. and John in the morning. In the morning. All right, so we obviously know that this is directly connected to the show, to, to How I Met Your Mother. 100%. I mean, we've got the apartment back. And the okay? swords. And the swords. Which is funny, because the swords <laughs> weren't there at the end of the series. Yeah, I don't know. They, I don't know what they had done with them, where they had put them. They, what they went they with had, Ted? Did they go with Ted? Okay. Well, I, I guess they are. They're there. No matter what, it's happening, and I'm okay with it. Um, what other <coughs> tie-ins? And, and I'm not saying people. I'm just saying other things. Like you know, like how we have the apartment. What other tie-ins do you want to see? That's I mean, I, obviously, we talked about well. I would um, love to see McLarens. I know, would like, love to see. Obviously, McLarens is an obvious one, especially since they're right upstairs. Yeah, it, as long as, like you said, they don't have to be in the bar at all. No. Um, 
being literally they live right there all they have to do is be coming down the stoop and you see the opening to the bar it's Listen, literally to the left let me tell you if if we were gonna have our ideal crossover, and i want and i want the boogie boarding sign to still be there well, listen, I'm, I'm going I'm to give you my ideal How I Met Your Father moment that I think would be absolutely phenomenal for every fan ever. Okay. We know that the group has a rule that no matter what, they're always going to be together, and that booth will always be their booth. Yeah. I would love for there to be a reason on How I Met Your Father where they just decide to pop into McLaren's, and the gang is at the booth. See, well, okay, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add on to that, okay? Most of the gang is at the booth. Fair. Even if it's just hold the on, guys. Or... No, no, hold on, hold on. And then either Sophie or Jesse or somebody's up at the bar, and they turn, and it's the other member who's not at the booth. Uh-huh. Yeah. They just ha- they just have a quick a quick moment. Dude, it would have to be Barney not at the booth, and he tries to pick up one of the girls. That would be funny. Though I feel like if it was Sophie, it would be hilarious if it was Barney. If it's Jesse, I want it to be Ted. Dude, that would be really cool. Yeah. But yeah, just for some reason, they pop into McLaren's and like, even if it was just like Marshall and Lily there. Yeah. Or like Ted and Robin. Like, or, oh, hey, those are those people who sold us the apartment. That would actually be a really cool. We yeah. get the flashback to them buying the. the that, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. Um, that would be awesome. Or no, because I'm sorry, wouldn't it be Ted and Robin at this point? It would be Ted and Tracy. Yeah. Because Tracy would still be alive at this point. Tracy's alive, yeah. So Tracy oh, could be man. there. I would love to see. Or maybe that's tra- it. Maybe like Sophie's at the bar. We see the six gang. It's the six members of the gang, right? And so we're not even thinking about it. You got the six of them there. Boom. Sophie's at the bar. She turns. It's Tracy. It's Tracy. Boom. That would Dunzo. be really. That would be a really sweet moment. Yeah, I think that would be awesome. I um, love that. I would love that. Yeah. Oh, I also man, I, I want to see. Um, GNB, yeah, just like in the background, they walk by an ATM. Somebody mentions. I was, I was gonna the, say it know? doesn't even have to be highly mentioned. It could just be like a, oh, I gotta stop by the GNB ATM really quick and take out some money. Yeah, you know, um, it's, it's part of the world. I just want to see it. I would love to see, because uh, <laughs> technically the the Arcadian still stands. Oh, the Arcadian that could be. So I mean, I would be really cool if like somebody was like, oh, I gotta go by the old Arcadian, or you yeah. know, or. Ted's billboard or a billboard for Ted Mosby somewhere yeah. or mustache Marshall, or, you know, just one of, one of the things like a throw out there somewhere. Somebody gets tickets to robots versus <laughs> wrestlers. Foxy boxing, Foxy boxing. And it, there's a lot of small things that they could do just to sprinkle it in here to be like, this is that world. Here's a throw out to, to you fans. Hell yeah. Know and love the show. Like there's a lot that they could do, and I, I just, I wanna, I'm hoping that we get some of that. Metro News One, yes, you know that would be something really cool. <laughs> I would like. Love... Oh, I found, I found this old CD from this like Canadian pop star. I was gonna say it'd be really funny if like they were to like play music at some point, and all of a sudden you just hear like the everybody come and <laughs> they're at Pemberton. Somebody just like puts on a track, and you hear it in the background. <laughs> yes, yeah, that see stuff uh, like that, man. That those are the things that would make my day watching episodes of this show. Yeah, just little stuff like that to to make it just that much more better i don't know yes yeah so enhancements yes absolutely so uh yeah i think that's all i got what about that's you anything else all i got man all right I, th- I think this has been a good kickoff episode absolutely um so john let everybody know where they can find you i mean i'm always right here on twitter at simply saying j1 if you want to jump over there and find out about me it corresponds with my mm-hmm. podcast and blog simply saying with or simply saying with jay uh, it's the Nacho Mamas podcast. It's pretty cool. I talk about myself quite a bit. Had a guest speaker a couple times, uh, being in the form of my hetero life mate, Josh. Josh, what about you? Where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at JP Rayner. That's J P R A Y N O R, as well as right down here at Movie Blog Merc. That is the uh, Twitter page for my site, Merc with a movie blog. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, that means you're watching it on the Merc with a movie blog YouTube channel. So be sure. If you like what you see, hit that like button, smash that subscribe button, hit that little bell so you always get notified when we drop new 
episodes. Uh, also, be sure to check us out on podcast form. Uh, you can go over to anchor.fm slash last call H I M Y M. And uh, you can leave us a voice message there. That would be pretty damn cool. Hell yeah. Uh, if you listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you can leave us a five star review and we will read that on air as well, which we have done on the regular uh, version of the show. Uh, but yeah, other than that, I think, uh, I think I got, uh, you can follow us. Of course. I don't want to forget that at last call H I M Y M on Twitter. Uh, yep. I like to post a lot of fun stuff over there. So be sure he to does out and, uh, yeah, I think that's it for me, John, what do you got for him? Listen, you don't have to go home, but you can't listen here. That's right. Catch you guys next time.